the Sitting Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Hey everybody, it's Casey Fields, your manager for municipal advocacy at the Municipal Association of South Carolina. And welcome to another edition of City Quick Connect podcast, legislative edition. Scott, welcome back. Thank you, I feel like I haven't seen you in ages, although it was just yesterday. Yeah, now that uh, we're all back in the office full time, right. back on the regular schedule, it's very happy. Nice. Everybody's uh, commiserating. Exactly, having to dress up every day, wash our hair. That's right. Yes. Listen, today is a very exciting episode. I'm excited about it. Aren't yes, you? we have Erica and Joni here with us in the studio. In person. In person, along with Mr. Producer. Along with Mr. Producer. Mr. No on Callers. That's what I'm going to call him from now on. (laughs) Thank you, uh, Russell, for backing me up on not having callers. For ruining my dream. Oh, I heard yesterday from a new listener. (gasps) No way. Yes, yes. From whence they come. Uncle Russell called me. No way. Retired Lieutenant Uncle Russell. Called me to say that. He listened to the podcast and was very proud of proud of us. Oh, well, and, thanks. Uh, Let's welcome our partners in crime here, our team members, Erica and Joni, to the studio. Welcome, everybody. Thanks. Hi, guys. So, y'all, today it's going to be a little bit different. We're going to do a wrap-up of the legislative session, but in a different kind of way. We want to really get to know Erica and Joni because you really haven't had a chance, not a normal way that we've had the last year to really get to know, you know, our new team members who represent you every day at the state house and in Washington, DC. That's right. And we're so happy to have Joni and Erica on the legislative team. They've done great work throughout the course of the last year. Y'all been, Erica, you've been on for more, well, both of you have been here for now more than a year. Today's my anniversary, Scott. Happy anniversary. Wow. I expect, you know, a nice lunch, flowers. We'll give you a a hearty pat on the back and a good job. (laughs) Um, I'll take that too. So you've been here a year, Joni. Erica, you've been here a year. A little over a Mm -hmm. year. So your, and your backgrounds and experiences were very different. And so uh, what we want to hear from you today is how how did your first session go lobbying for cities and towns across the state? What were your impressions? What did you think coming in and how is that different than what you thought coming in and, and your previous experiences? Erica, we'll start with you. How did how did it go for you this year? It was interesting, but I loved it. And I say that having a local government background lobbying local governments on behalf of the business community. And so in local government, it was very easy to just, and this is pre-COVID. Right. So I could just walk into City Hall and just have a conversation with the mayor or members of council. Here it's a little different. <laughs> um, COVID played a big part in right. that, but right. it, just like local government, it's all about relationship building. Yes. And so I'm very fortunate for the relationships that I was able to build with members of the General Assembly. Looking forward, now that masks are gone and I can see beyond eyes and eyebrows, really looking forward to really getting to know folks. But members that I've met have really embraced me, gave me some good advice to lean on. Um, But I'm loving what I'm doing. I appreciate the three of you being a resource and telling me who different people that I need to know are. 
but it, it's good. It's definitely just like um, lobbying local government. It it's a relationship driven thing that we do and relationships matter. And so I, I think we got a good start there last year in COVID. Uh, many introductions were virtual. And right. so looking forward to moving to um, in person with that. Um, Erica, what what was kind of the, the greatest? Like what was the greatest thing that happened this session? Legislatively or anything overall? Anything overall, like in, in the new job, in the Okay. And I, I thought about this and at the risk of sounding cheesy I'm going to say it. Good. And it it, and I, I shared this with Joni is the feeling of walking into the state house. And I know the three of you have had this feeling and you've been at the state house. For me, this was my first year doing it. And there's still this sense of, oh, my goodness, I'm here mm-hmm. that I get. And I really hope I never lose that. Yeah. And there's this feeling of awe or splendor that I honestly still get. And knowing that this place that was built by people that look like me and now I'm here Mm -hmm. and I get to represent cities and towns and I get to look at the artwork on the wall and there's one in particular that I love of a woman who looks just like me Uh and and I get to be there and I get to represent our members and it it's that feeling that I get still every time a year later that I go into the state house I don't take it for granted I even took pictures of it and say how blessed I feel to work here and a year in, I really do pray that I don't lose that sense of I get to do this. Which which means that you'll have to stay far away from Scott because he, <laughs> don't he worry, will, don't worry, that'll wear off after he'll a while. Turn, so. I hope that it he does it. But Scott has showed me all the nooks and crannies, and Joni has too. Like she showed me the garage, and I, this is so sad. I got so excited about just seeing the garage. Like, Ooh, oh yeah. my god, I know. What does that say about life? No, it doesn't. The underground doesn't. garage. What does that say? In the state house complex, it's which we'll have awesome. to use. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as it rains buckets outside on us uh, during the course yeah. of this uh, this this summer. I so. guess I'll boil it down and say I feel very blessed to have this this opportunity to represent cities and towns at the state house. Um, and I'm excited to continue to do that. And we're going to talk specifically about a couple of issues that you each worked on and, and what you learned in your process through that. So similar questions, Joni. What what were your impressions for your first year? You're a lobbying veteran and a, a statehouse veteran, but uh, municipal work is, is a little bit different than probably what you've been accustomed to. Yeah. So, guys, I've never cared so much about money than I have right. the, in the last year. <laughs> Um, money has been like top priority. And right. even though I was a state house staffer and I've lobbied before, I never had to cover the budget. And I was fins, furs, and feathers. I came from the House Agriculture Committee. That's right. We don't care about the budget. You know, we're in there. DNR is fine. We're good. But this year, I've had to care about the budget. So that's been the biggest um, change for me. I will say that the differences and in, in the issues are also out there. Um, when I lobbied previously, I lobbied for physicians, and they have more acronyms and their words in the dictionary. But local government, you guys, y'all are a different breed too. Let Completely me tell you, different. Um, so we I've learned our, a lot. We got our own load of acronyms here. I mean, not just in local government, but at the association and too. a wide breadth of subjects and yes. issues that. Oh, absolutely. Well, and you know, Erica and I went through a training, which was very beneficial for for myself, and I know for Erica as well, just to understand local government, because I've got state government down. Local government, like I said, is a whole new new field for me. Um, So I've I've learned a lot. Again, money's been 
my number one priority. But I will say the day that I got to walk in this office without my mask on, I felt like I was a new hire again because I, people don't know who I am still right, because right. I'm the lady yeah. who had like half her face covered. Yeah. So even though I've been here for a year, people don't know who I am. So now they're starting to see well, like, and my of whole course, face. We had a big staff meeting where all of the association staff got together for the first time in over a year. Yeah. And we, we all had to reintroduce ourselves. Right. And, there were plenty and, of and people that we of, didn't know. There were lots of new hires that uh, none of us had ever actually seen in person. So that is a uh, that's a good feeling to to be able to get back and commiserate. So very happy about that. Talk, talk to us about Joni a specific bill or issue that you worked on this year that maybe was something new in terms of subject or topic or strategy or a different approach that you had to take from your previous experiences. I don't know if that's something that you can talk about. Yeah. How, how, how Scott, was don't something give away di- the strategy. How, how many times that's true. do how, I have Well, to how was something different working, lobbying for cities and towns than what you've done elsewhere? All right, so I will talk about the abandoned buildings legislation sure. because I'm going to start from the beginning. It started with the Rams meeting. Um, so we had an issue, and we had actually the abandoned building legislation covered two of our initiatives. So I got to see that go from the beginning to the very end. Um, Not that I haven't done that before, but it was a different process because I was involved from the very, very beginning. Mm -hmm. As a house staffer, the issues came to me. And so I always came up with a solution or came up with a compromise. Um, Lobbying for the Medical Association, again, the issues came to me, and then they already knew the wording that they wanted. But with this, we kind of kind of worked through this on our own Mm -hmm. and we had the voice and we decided hey let's talk to Gary Simrel let's talk to you know Senator Talley let's let's figure this out and we did and I got to see two initiatives you know two birds one stone so Mm -hmm. I think that was a great piece of legislation for us to do because we were quite honestly we were surprised that it was amended in the Senate and that's Mm -hmm. that usually doesn't happen for me I'm usually not surprised I know what's going on I (laughs) I know the backdoor conversations like I know what everyone's saying but this was like, wait a minute, what just happened? Yeah. And I think I called Casey. I was like, Casey, did you hear that? Because this is when we were still doing things virtually. I was like, did that, did that just happen? Did that happen? Did I, what I missed? Is that a function of being a little bit further outside the process in terms of your experience as a staffer? Yeah. Than, than anything else? I think so, absolutely. So, you know, as a staffer, again, people come to you with the language and you're like, no, 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 that's that's not constitutional, number right. one, so we're not going to do that. But um, with lobbying for the medical association, it was also always issues like life or death. Mm. It was a little more emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that abandoned buildings don't get people's emotions going, because right. they do. Right. Believe that's me, right. I yeah. live in a historic home. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Erica, talk to, talk to us about something that you worked on specifically this session that you learned about in terms of subject matter or, and don't, as Casey said, don't give away the strategy, but, you know, (laughs) talking about learning the process, just, just your impressions on a particular bill, whether it passed or not. I mean that, you know, Joni's, Joni's, obviously we had a lot of partners and natural help on, on the abandoned buildings and the textiles, but you you haven't had necessarily the benefit of those natural partners on some of the things that you've worked on, but is there something specific that you 
worked on that was impressive or taught you something or definitely and i'll i'll Three words, law enforcement reform. Yeah, mm -hmm. good one. That was big because it talks about knowing your subject matter, but it also does talk about partnerships. And through law enforcement reform, I was able to forge partnerships with the uh, the Criminal Justice Academy. Yep. That was really cool because we got to visit the Criminal Justice Academy. That was a really cool. That place. was really cool because, you know, you can't advocate for something if you don't know what it entails, what you're advocating for. So really wanted to kind of submerge myself in all things pertaining to law enforcement. So sat down with uh, Jackie Swindler, who's the director over there at the Criminal Justice Academy, and he put us through the ringer. Joni was there. We went through the assimilator to mm -hmm. feel like what it's like to be a police officer. That in and of itself challenged a lot of, lot for me. That was yes. big. Um, went to the gun range. I'm a good shot, by She's the way. She's a very good shot. Good shot. <laughs> Hand was shaking the entire time. But it, and you're you're looking at what we're asking law enforcement officers to do for the pay that they receive, mm -hmm. and so that was interesting to see forging relationships with the uh, police chiefs association, with the sheriffs association. That was key because they let us in on what they were working on before it was filed. Mm -hmm. And That's so huge. that was huge mm -hmm. to know that we're a trusted partner in that. And so, um, you know, we talked about relationship building. That was key and knowing your subject matter so that when we're, they're talking about uh, minimum standards, I know exactly what that is. I know who the law enforcement training council is. Mm -hmm. And it just makes it easier for you to be a better advocate when you know your subject matter and won't go into that, but I can talk about that with naloxone. Yeah. Never thought I'd be a naloxone. Right. I'm not an expert by any means, but I don't think I knew what the word naloxone was right. this time last year. And now understanding what it is, how it's purchased, how it's administered mm -hmm. to save lives in our cities and towns is key. And so I think that's the beauty of this job is you become a mini expert on so many different subject right. matters. Well, and, I, and I think you being our lead person on the law enforcement reform afforded you the opportunity to build relationships with legislators that, mm -hmm. you know, we may not have had a really strong relationship with. I take for, uh, Representative Chris Wooten mm -hmm. from Lexington, who who, yep. who uh, made an appearance for our Hometown Legislative Action Week. Yeah. That was a result of a relationship mm -hmm. that you built with him through your work on the law enforcement reform. So that's, that, that's a great benefit to not only you professionally, but to the yeah. Municipal Association as well, because he's a, he's a fairly new House member who we'd not... Yep. We'd not had an occasion to work with much, so mm -hmm. that was good. Can I tell you a, a Representative Wooten story real sure, quick? Yeah. Sure, So we saw that uh, law enforcement reform uh, legislation passed the House, right, R the last week of session. And it was a lot of the elements of what they had shared with us prior to even being filed. And so I, I sent him a text and congratulated him on, on that bill getting out of the House. And he walks out of the chamber and looks at me with his little air thumbs or, or yeah. guns and says thank you and I was like he knows who I am like we're doing well we're building these relationships and that was a proud moment to feel like you're a part of something good that's happening and and the the key there I think is that Erica texted him yeah she had his cell phone number he came out knew exactly who had texted him went straight to her yeah. and thanked us for being a partner I mean that's that that's huge and look and that's a lesson for not only us as lobbyists of course but that's a great lesson for all of our 
elected officials, municipal elected officials across the state, and you hear us talk about it frequently. If you got to have these these representatives and senators text information, their cell phone number, so that you can reach out to them via text when you need them. Um, not only just when when something you know emergency, some emergency has cropped up, but just to keep, to maintain that relationship with them, it's so important at home. It's so so much more important at home than it is even here in Columbia. But uh, but you got together was, together, it's great. I mean, during COVID, that was the only way that we could communicate with them. That's right. Yeah. I mean, because you could not send letters in. You know, we fill out a sheet of paper. Hey, so and so, please come see me. Mm-hmm. That was non-existent this year. Mm-hmm. So it was important that we were able to communicate via text or be a phone call with them. Absolutely. I do want to say though, talking about relationships. So Erica started prior to my start date and my, the day that I bonded with Erica was the day that we went to the justice Academy because she saw a side of me that none of you have seen before. (laughs) We've held guns beside each other and fired them. So that's some trust. That is some trust. trust. I just, I felt like there was a bond and I did a a reenactment. I think I scared Erica just a little bit. Just a little, just a little little bit. What, what happened? Like, were you, Oh, so I was in the car with a police officer. He was like, I need you to hit me. And I was like, you needed me to do what? (laughs) And he said, I need you to hit me preferably in the head. And I was like, come again. (laughs) And so I hit him and he pulled, they pull us over. They pulled me out of the car, and I had to act like this was a domestic violence thing. Well, I just rolled with it, and I got loud, and I start kicking the car, and I look over. Anne Hathaway has nothing on Joni Mitchell. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. I'm so impressed. I I think the, um, what were they, the trainees? They were scared. They said, can she come back? (laughs) Can she be our person that we have to... Get control. That was good. That, that, was, that good. was a good day. That was, that was good. a good day for us. Do y'all, how do y'all feel now that session, well, session's almost over. We've got a couple more weeks left in June for them to finalize some things. How do you, how do you feel about your first session? Would you say that you, you are happy? Are you happy here? Do you love representing cities and towns? Is it more difficult than what you were doing? Or how are your overall just kind of end of first full session as a lobbyist for cities and towns. So I love what I do. Mm -hmm. I've been doing this for over a decade. I just, I love what I do. But more importantly, I love who I do it with. I I just love this team that we have together. I love, I love the issues. Um, And I I just, I love being here. Mm -hmm. It's been a great year. I echo that. This team is, it, it feels good to be a part of such a strong team and a team that shares information. Yes. Um, Joni introduces me to everybody at the State House, and I, I really appreciate that. And going back to how do I feel, I feel ready. Mm-hmm. And I go back to the, my interview with you all, and you look at me and you say, it's going to take you a solid year before you have a grasp you know, on what's going on at the State House. And I heard you, and I was like, no, it's not. I'm <laughs> smart. I'm going to do this. And I think I'm just now getting to the point where I understand what the legislative session looks like, what it feels like. And so now I'm ready to really start the next session, finish Mm -hmm. this one strong and start the next session. And this one, even though we were present in the lobby most every day, it was very different in terms of the atmosphere and the chaos that takes place, particularly in the lobby, because of the absence of school groups, right. it just wasn't advocacy as groups. It yeah. was not nearly as crowded. And well, there, as there were some advocacy groups that were there. Yeah, there were some toward <laughs> yes, the end of the session point. who 
who didn't know that COVID existed. Right. But um, it'll be it'll be even more challenging and different for us uh, come January when they when they come. Of course, we're not done this year. Obviously, we got to come back in September and October. Even though the municipal association and cities and towns aren't uh, in, directly involved in the state house, uh, the the house and senate seats being redistricted. Um, we will have to be there and have a presence with regard to the American Rescue Plan funds, even though the you know, cities and towns hopefully will receive their ARP funds sometime this year. Uh, the General Assembly has to deal with uh, its funds, the state's funds, and, and there could be some elements where cities and towns are going to look for. What, what I think that the two of you missed out on, and Erica, you got more exposure to our local officials this year through your work at, on the, the ARP yes. work, and, and you're continuing to do that. But, but you and Joni, I think, still missed out on the interaction with local officials that, we, that you'll have more of uh, yep. throughout the year, throughout the, the rest of this year. Right. Through the regional advocacy meetings, that'll be your, I think, your probably your first opportunity to really get to know and, and see face-to-face city officials. Well, actually, the, our annual meeting coming up in, in next month in, in July, you'll, that'll be your first good chance. But I think getting exposed more to local officials and mayors, council members, staff members who are listening, we want you to get to know Joni and Erica more and be familiar with them and uh, put faces with names and, and issues. And, and talking about issues, and Casey and I, you and I talked about this last week when or whenever we had our did our show on the, the defensive uh, work right, that, right. we, that we play as a lobbying team. You know, I see, and y'all did this this year, I think, you, you played more offense on behalf of cities and towns than you had to play defense. Would you agree with that? Yeah, um, although I was pulled into that workers' comp mental mental bill yep. like, the last yep. hour, and we like amended it within eight hours, yep. and mm-hmm. that was a that was a crazy forty eight hours. Yeah. but yeah. I learned a lot. Right, mm-hmm. right. So, so, and I, you know, I think and on on the defensive issues that we've had to play the you know several of those, we've all kind of done it together. Yeah. We all come together, pick yeah. our strategy divvy up jobs and then yep. you know we all kind of it's not just one person right. although you have been the doctor no right of yeah the 2021 legislative session right right and and we're still playing defense you know as we speak oh, there yeah. uh you know the state budget there's uh some th- some things that we're working to uh to eliminate or change for the better uh before the the house and senate agree on a final uh state budget um but yeah and and that we're all playing a a a, a a team role in that for sure. But I, I can, I could see y'all staying in that offensive mode going forward. Obviously Erica with law enforcement reform still on the table. Uh, you're going to continue to be involved in that. Um, and you know, Joni, I'm trying to think if there's a, a something, uh, offensive that's still pending that you are, you are working on specifically this past session, but um, there's always the budget. There's, there's always, always yeah. the there's budget. always the budget. There's yeah. always, always. Yeah. The well, budget I will say on. though, on the defense, I think it's important that we all work together because mm-hmm. if a house member comes to Erica, she needs to be able to say no. It's right. easier to go back and fix. So you said yes to something. That, you yeah. know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. I think it's better that we're all unified with the no. Yes. 
um, that way we can all have a little bit of talking points so Erica or myself or Scott or Casey gets mm-hmm. a call like hey where are you on this yeah and I'm really looking forward to y'all being able to get a local elected official support on the issues yeah. more more organically than you've been able to so far uh, you know Casey and I have helped you along and say, okay, yeah, we need to reach out to so-and-so in this particular city or town to, to get involved. But, and y'all will obviously, as you get to know local officials, yeah, better, it just takes time. Gonna, and uh, yeah. you know, once when you, I feel like the regional advocacy meetings are going to be yeah. incredible. I mean, not, we're all going to gain 10 pounds because the food is so good. Um, but meeting everybody and getting to know them on a personal level and then kind of knowing what their thing is. And especially what has helped me so much is getting to know who they know mm-hmm. yeah. because yeah. then you'll be able to say, okay, wait a second. This mayor is best friends with this Senator or yeah. this representative or, and you can just shoot that mayor a text and say, I need you yeah. or we've got a problem. I just want to give you a heads up mm-hmm. and even better that mayor will then, or council member will call you and say, Hey, I just had a little dust up. Or mm-hmm. we've got a dust up at City Hall over this, or we're about to pass this, and it's kind of making people mad. And yeah. that that heads up is so critical yeah. for the work that we do that we we've got to know what's coming or what might and something may never come out of it, but we've just got to know, Absolutely. you know, like what could happen. Or Casey also to tell him, hey, don't overreact yet. I need, right, I need you right. to calm down. Don't flip out. Don't right. flip out. There's things happening behind the scene. Mm-hmm. I will call you when I need you. Yes. Yes. And you, and you will get called. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep me informed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep us keep us informed. And that's something, and Erica, you mentioned that the four of us are just, it's a constant. You know, it this is. is what I'm doing. This is what you're doing. I need help with this. Can I pull you in on this? Here's what I heard. Yeah. Here's what he said. And then that way, it's, it's just been a, a beautiful time. Yeah, our group text right. is lit, okay? <laughs> <laughs> when we are at that state house from... <laughs> It could be 8 a.m. and sometimes till about 7, we're communicating. Yes. Just talk to this senator. Just talk to this person. Uh-huh. I just heard. Uh-huh. And, and I love that communication. It, it makes for effective work as a team. And, and you can't, y'all have to feel confident when you're over there that you've got each other. You know, we've all got each other's back. And, I, you know, we're sharing information. Hey, y'all, this bill's coming up. Mm-hmm. Or, all right, well, I'm leaving. You know, a lot of times Scott will say, all right, I've got to go talk to this lobbyist. Let me know when this bill is two bills away or I need to go, you know, Joni, I'm going to get a pack of crackers. Let me know when, cause I'm about. And to then I say, out. get two. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so was there anything, and we're going to, we're going to wrap up soon, but was there anything that surprised either of you that maybe you didn't expect this session uh, going in? Not necessarily, well, in terms of the work that you did and, and the association or cities and towns, was there something that surprised you that you just didn't anticipate this this time, this this first session? What surprised me in a good way, Scott, when you came and you said we need to develop stronger, we already have them, but stronger relationships with our congressional delegation. Yeah. And we want mm-hmm. you to take that up. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I don't know how <laughs> to start this. Where do I go from here? And how receptive their staff were. And I'm talking about, in D.C., their legislative directors, chiefs of staff, uh, just by saying, you know, I'm with the Municipal Association and their yeah. desire to have that relationship with us. I, that was a good surprise. It wasn't difficult 
to establish those relationships. Of course, started here with our state and district directors who opened the doors in D.C. That was surprisingly easy and smooth. And so now we're finally getting to a point where they're now calling us, how's ARP going? Um, That was um, very good to see. Um, And I was surprised at how easy. I I thought it might be a challenge. Mm -hmm. And of course, our goal is to be able to call a member directly. Mm -hmm. And we're working towards that. And I think we start right here with their staff. And and of course, our local elected officials can stay tuned for later this year. Uh, You know, we are we're going to want to have those congressmen and senators interact with you in a uh, face-to-face way later this year so yes. stay tuned as we uh, as we develop those plans and and roll those out I, I agree with you erica i was surprised at how quickly you were able to build those good relationships with those staffers and hopefully that'll that's going to translate into uh, better uh, communication between our local officials and and them and the and the federal officials going forward so that's a that's a great one Joni. anything that surprised you uh, this session that maybe you didn't anticipate? You know, after doing this over a decade, Scott, things don't really surprise me at the state house anymore. So I can't say anything at the state house surprised me. Right. But I will kind of echo what Erica said, but take it a step further. Um, not only did was Erica able to develop those relationships, she did it during a pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so federal government is dealing with their own issues and their own budgetary issues and a crisis here. But Erica was able to forge those relationships for us to move forward with. So I was very impressed and, and surprised by that, just because mm-hmm. given the environment that we are in and were and have been in, um, I was just I was a little hesitant. Um, not mm-hmm. not saying I didn't have faith in you. I was too. I, I, <laughs> I had faith in you. I just didn't have faith that they would be respond. they yeah. would respond. Yeah. Um, just given the environment, but you know, at the state, nothing surprises me. If anymore. I can give a shout out to Van Cato, who is Lindsey Graham's state director here, my first conversation was with him. After that conversation, he via email emailed every state and district director within our state, yep. introduced me. And said, I want you all to reach out to Erica. And they started, uh, Congressman Norman, state director, they started reaching out to me. And so it was Van Cato um, that opened that door and later in D.C. So shout out to Van. I'm yep. going to send this podcast to him to, so he can hear <laughs> Van, this. Oh, Van nice. is good people. Thank you, Van. Nice. We- Y'all weren't surprised at how good scott's hair is or how what you know Why his you matching masks that he had pack, like when his on my hair well casey <laughs> the bird that flew in the state house I know, one that day. was amazing wasn't that the twitter that you po- I mean, that I did. posted that tweet and it got like the most it got the most likes of mine um which is kind of <laughs> sad but um but that didn't even surprise me i did a meeting one time i don't know eight years ago house ag so how ironic is this and i look up and there's a bat no ma'am hanging nice. Upside down above me, and I had to finish conducting a hearing Uh -uh. with a bat above me. So the bird, it was no big deal. No big deal. Yeah. I love that. Well, I love our team. I mean, our our team is awesome. We got through, we, we faced new challenges with coming together as a team, in the middle of a pandemic and who, who would have thought that was going to happen? Well, I mean, when we were interviewing and, you know, trying to figure out how, cause at that same time, the association was under, we were in a transition yeah. from one executive director to another. So I, I think coming out on the other side that we really, well, I'm proud of the work. 
I'm proud of the work that you all did, and I'm proud of the work that our cities and towns did this past session uh, of the 11 advocacy initiatives that they proposed to uh, the our board of directors and that the association's direct board of directors adopted as our advocacy initiatives. Seven of those were either uh, executed and passed into law or some positive action took place on those. It's impressive. Uh, there are a few that are still in process and, and still need to, to, to uh, some work to do. But um, overall, given the conditions that uh, everyone faced, including our local cities and towns, uh, I think they should they should be proud and, and you all should be proud of the work that you did on those advocacy initiatives. And I'm looking forward to the regional advocacy meetings this yeah, fall me where we hopefully peanut butter pie we'll get some we'll get some feedback on uh, on things that we've done and, and perhaps some new ideas. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll continue to work on the advocacy initiatives that were adopted by the board last year because we're obviously coming up on the second year of a two-year General Assembly uh, session of the General Assembly, and that's how our advocacy initiatives work. Uh, but that doesn't mean that there won't be room for taking on perhaps some new challenges that maybe we can knock out come January, and then we'll look forward to, uh, to working on the things that are left undone. So um, everybody keep that in mind as we progress through the summer, get your ideas and issues and feedback ready for uh, the regional advocacy meetings in September and October. October. Yes. Um, obviously, as we progress through the summer, the American Rescue Plan funds will evolve and continue to, uh, we'll get more information about that. But uh, just know that your advocacy team here at the association is, is always working for you and we're ready to assist you in any way that you can, but we need your help too. Uh, we right. need you to be reaching out to those legislators and getting them ready for the upcoming session in and be January. Kind. Absolutely. And develop those kind relationships so you can call on them when we call on you. Absolutely, absolutely. Because that call from home, as we say all the time, is what pushes oh pushes gosh. us over the That's over huge. the finish line in That's a lot exactly of cases. Right. So. Anything else that anybody wants to add that we did not talk about? I want to make sure we get everything in before I give my regular sign-off. Scott, do you have anything to I add? I have nothing Any left piece of advice? Say. Any piece of sage wisdom that you could share? You know, I'm just not that wise, Casey. I, I can't. <laughs> and I'm not going to... I mean, I don't want to say that. No, I think that, you know, Erica, one thing that you, 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 were imp you have been impatient... To, de to develop relationships with legislators, that's going to come. Uh, you've already gotten off to a great start, and uh, I would tell you to just keep doing what you're doing. And uh, Joni, um, you know, I don't, I don't know that I could have any advice to give you at this point, but given your experience, except to uh, continue learning more and more about how cities and towns work, and uh, you know. Let's let's all work on building those relationships with our local officials because so many of them have changed and elections are coming up, of That's course, this true. year. So a lot of new faces that we haven't even met, Casey. That's exactly right. So, and we know everybody. Yes, we think we do. But, we think uh, we do, but we don't. I think you do. Really, I think you know everyone. We're going to have to meet. We're going to have to meet and just kind of yeah. almost reacquaint ourselves with the folks that we haven't seen in Yeah, so I'm long. looking forward to that, Because we're used to seeing people all the time. Absolutely. Um, Erica, any parting words, advice, wisdom, 
that you would share? Yeah, like I had a share. professor at Winthrop, my favorite professor, Dr. Marilyn Sorrow. And she always told me, Erica, when you get to the point in any job or career where you stop learning, it's time to go. Mm-hmm. And applying that here, I am going to be here forever because well, there is always something to learn. And that I appreciate. So I, I'm excited to continue learning. Good. Jonay. Well, I will say one thing. So I'm going to piggyback off of what Scott said earlier, seven out of 11. But let's keep in mind, session ended last year early, got cut off because of the pandemic. So our agenda was pushed back because they had unfinished business. So seven out of 11, that's a huge, I mean, there should be fireworks going off. That's right. I mean, this is huge because we walked in January, like, okay, when will you please see us for our legislation? They're like, maybe March. And we're like, oh gosh. But we we worked through it and got Mm -hmm. seven out of 11. So I think that's a huge feat for for us all. I think it is too. And mixing, you know, mixing that, those challenges with work, you know, working from home and working from the office and moving Erica and with children at home and getting to know a new city and balancing, you know, at home and, and work and also a new job and, you know, all those things. I, I just think that this, it taught us so much this year about what we were capable of doing and what the strength that we had that we may not have known prior to that we knew that we had those abilities to be able to to kind of step out and and do this so i think that i'm, I'm very pleased 2022 should be a, a pretty good year for us i hope oh man i think it's going to be awesome we'll see the uh, implementation of the business license tax standardization act that's right that's which exciting everybody is in the throes of conforming to right now so i would encourage all cities and towns across the state right now to continue with your work on on getting compliant with that law and we will continue to fight off efforts to change that law that are already underway but um yeah 2022 is going to be interesting it's going to be a great it's year. gonna be different <clears throat> it's gonna, gonna be, be very different so i'll keep encouraging everybody to wear a mask um if you feel comfortable doing so get the vaccination the COVID 19 vaccination if you feel comfortable doing so um keep your distance from sick people Uh, which I hope we always do anyway, and take care of yourselves, stay healthy, and we will see you back again for another edition of City Quick Connect podcast, the legislative team, pretty soon. The City Quick Connect podcast is one of several ways the Municipal Association keeps you informed of the opportunities and issues impacting South Carolina cities and towns. Learn more at www.masc.sc and stay up to date with the association's latest happenings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.